I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, they do that thing where they're like, okay, put your name in the queue and then we'll text you like a restaurant. And I went and he did this thing where he assesses all that was just going on in there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there's 40 gigabytes on 30 flirty and perishing. And I was like, oh yeah, that's my podcast. He was like... Yeah, that's taking up your entire memory. He's like, you need to buy USB and dunk it all up. And then, because he was like, if this goes on, your laptop just won't turn on. Like, it, because it needs. Very stubborn. No, but he's like, the laptop. <laughs> dramatic, right? He's like, the laptop needs a certain amount of space to operate. I need a certain amount of space to operate too, but I wouldn't just shut down. Hello and welcome to 30 Flirty and Perishing. I'm Sophie Lyons, she's Clara Kavna, and we're going to be speaking at 1.5 speed today because we're in a hurry. Welcome, Clara. How are you? Great. Let's move on. (laughs) Shador and Jatess, tell me about your Shador. (laughs) But yes, 30 Flirty and Perishing is what the girlies are chatting about. We are reading your minds and we're talking about what you're talking about. Um, from all over the world to little villages and towns. Nairobi <laughs> to Fiji and down to Egypt. <laughs> Go on, we're with all, your door. We're all holding hands. So this week, I, I was in Sheffield last weekend and on the schedule of events, we did like a boozy lunch and then crazy golf. And my preconceptions about crazy golf, all the times I've played it have been in like some kind of car park or there's been like just a mini golf course with like some I have been to that swingers one which is very like made in Chelsea I heard that's good that is really fun but any of the other ones like forced fun yeah or just yeah it's a little bit like you know when you go like you do like a team building thing mm, crazy golf yeah and um so I was a bit dubious going into it and anytime we play my golf style is quite erratic like I'll either be really good or really bad and the last time I played it was in um, Chiswick with my friend Law and they said I started off like amazing. So they're calling me Tiger Woods. But then like, the I don't know, the my ego got like too big and that it all went to my head. It happens to me. And then I started playing terrible. So then they called, started calling me Tiger Benzos because I was playing like I was on Benzos. So I was like going into this thing and it was with like mixed friends who are like, I haven't, my boyfriend mixed friends that I haven't met. And there's a lot of them I haven't met yet. And it was very like male heavy and you know. That's quite pressurizing. Yeah. And, and they're all, I assume like they play, you know, men and golf. Like I don't play golf. Man's sports. It's a man's so thing. Chauvinist pegs. Yeah. So I was like, oh God. But then I played out of my skin and I was consistent throughout yeah that's my girl I ended up coming and joined first in my grouper and the the place itself I'm sorry I can't remember the name but it was like this converted warehouse and every hole was like a different movie and movie set like there was an American police car with like Godzilla's foot there was a black and white room there was um, a dildo room and you had to like get your ball through all these dildos there was a glow in the dark room. It was so cool. Sounds very like 
East London. Yeah, but in Sheffers. In the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it was funny because, like, it was one of the hottest days of the year and we were inside. But we went to a park after, so it was fine. But yeah, so I have a newfound love. J'adore. Oh my God, God, I'd feel like a queen. Yeah, and everyone's like, you're really and good at that. And I was like, new people being like, what? Yeah, so like, you know, it's like, make a good first impression. And then yeah. it's like, so maybe the, oh, my name will be synonymous with great golfer. Oh my God, yeah, they're going to really respect you for that if they like sports. <laughs> Hello, Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> um, my J'adore is, I went to jo- Joanne McNally last night. Oh my god, I walked by it on Friday night. The huge Jador Joanne McDally. So I haven't I haven't been on that ride that everyone else has with her. Oh. Because she's been banging out the shows. Like every yeah. week I see a few shows on people's Instagram. And I knew she was funny. And I've never listened to my therapist get ghosted me. I think I've listened to clips maybe mm. on Vogue's Instagram or something. Oh my god, she's just she's unbelievable. Wow. She's such a girl, like yeah, a girl's girl. She really the stuff is. she's talking about is so relatable but so gas. Like she's just so funny. And the crowd she attracts <laughs> is if I had to have a society, <laughs> that would be the group. It was just like we were saying, um, you know, when you make people stand up when you have to get to your seat, mm-hmm. you know, normally people are like, oh, for God's yeah, sake, yeah. not these women. They literally were like, no problem. Oh. Basically all Irish. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, absolutely not. Come on in. This is Jay. Are you looking for Jay? And I was like, yes, I am looking for Jay. And then like my sister went out to get drinks and she was like, oh, I'm really sorry. And they were like, go ahead. Like, like, like a Mexican wave. <laughs> just girlies. Like Prosecco girlies. Aww. And they were all just so lovely. Like the buzz was really, really nice. Wow. Um, it was like a real sisters doing it for themselves moment. And I was oh. with my sister and I was like, God, women are... Oh, and it was just all really great Irish girls. Because I was walking by it on Thursday and the snake of a queue... And people were actually stopping to look at the queue being like, what the hell is... what Like, what is going Who on is in there? Who lady? is this and it was so funny because it just seemed like it was every single Irish per- woman in London. But I don't understand there. how there's any more Irish left yeah, after know. seeing a snake like that. Yeah. And she, at the start, she goes, how many people are Irish? And it was a good amount. But yeah. there was loads of English people there. Yeah. Well, sure, the podcast is so huge. Oh, honestly, she's amazing. Oh. Her, her start-up guy is really great as well. Great. And the people she tracks, attracts. It's just a certain ilk. Yeah. They're the people I want to attract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Yeah. Anyway, I, I wish I could see that now. I know. See, I've seen her loads, and I kind of thought it was the same gig, so I was like, oh, I won't bother. She's very funny, and she yeah. wears like a real great jumpsuit. And yeah, I saw her. So I remember for Christmas, the girls got me years ago. The girls, right when she was, I used to be like, I I have been obsessed with her for a long time. And have you? Yeah, I used to work with her in when I was in PR. I was like a. Oh, I was just reading. She used to be in PR. Yeah, yeah. I used. To, I was like a sad little Christmas intern, a desperate little Christmas intern. I was like Dev wears Prada on crack. It was like a hipster agency, and that like I got given out to for going into. I used to have to do all these like runs into town to buy things for clients and blah blah. And I got given out to for the wrong shade of fluoro orange ribbon, and I had to go back. Not by her, but by somebody else. That's very Miranda Priestly. I know, and I was like, that's all. So when I was there, and like on my first day or whatever, Joanne like had to like show me where to go. Like was like my little host. Host, and she was so nice. So since then, when then she moved into comedy, I was like, oh my god, I need to go see her, blah blah. And for Christmas, one of the years, girls got me tickets for her gig in Whelan's. I went. Was that that? So like, I've seen her loads. 
so then I was like, oh, the Palladium gigs. So I was like, oh, it's Prosecco Express. I've seen that twice. Like, I don't know. But now it's, that seemed to have been a new show. I'd say, well, yeah, she's updated it with, like, yeah, but she's great. So funny. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And oh, so um, happy for her. Like, she really works hard. 39. She's 39. I almost fell off my seat when she said that. Side note, the leg room in the Palladium needs to be redone. Oh, no. I'm 5'10". I know that's on the taller side of women. Mm. My knees were banging off. Oh, like, no. I couldn't... Cross. I had to put them in the... So- like, they need to redo that. Anyway. Oh, dear. What's your test? My test is... Okay, look, I'm all for nature. I watch as much David Attenborough as I can. You know, I think it's an amazing part of our life and the world and the ecosystem. globe and the ecosystem and everything's amazing but there are really big trees beside my bedroom and for the last like week or so now there has just been this symphony orchestra of birds doing a performance at exactly 5 a.m every morning for the past week and like they stop at like i don't know 10 past five or something all stop together i actually tried to record it but they stopped when i started recording it but basically there's one bird and he comes in and he's like pew 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 like it doesn't even sound like a tweet it's not like a little morning lark it's like really intense bitch is here yeah and it's just like but it's from such a specific and now i'm used to waking up at that time and because i get up at like seven ish half seven sometimes it's like too close to getting yeah, up yeah because you then you'll get the jet lag and i'm just sick of it and it's just it's just so weird because it's like a song you'd hear in the daytime but it's a song at sunrise and it's just is it amazing or something i don't know anything i don't know but birds. it sounds like a tropical rainforest bird is not your average like cuckoo or pigeon or a fucking magpie <laughs> I don't think I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, pigeons are like, goo, goo. oh, yes, I. Oh, my face is sick. Hey, mind pigeons. My test is I was actually finding it difficult to come up with one, which I think is always a good sign. But something that's been bothering me are you watching the new Kardashians yet? No, and I've got a number of texts from people telling me why um, I should watch it or why I haven't watched it. Courtney's behavior and disposition it's the most irritating thing to watch what do you mean? i found her irritating the last few years anyway because she wouldn't but apparently she was with travis barker way before that's why came and yeah Chloe they were, were getting annoyed at her for eliminating part of her life and it was all travis yeah. i get that uh, whatever but like just don't send up to she's like i don't want filming in here it's saying and then you're like well fucking well, then why are they including that but thing? then on this thing it's a lot more candid i really like the new style by the way it's it's way more um relaxed and like you know they speak to the camera sometimes like breaking that fourth uh, wall like documentary vibes sorry uh, i know this sounds awful i don't like it, bashing other women publicly but it's so irritating she's getting her eggs egg retrieval she's going through a lot of all those fertility issues girly stuff yeah which is obviously difficult but she went into one appointment wearing what i can only describe as like a clog hopper of a black leather boot like the 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 pla- platforms if you will were honestly like the height of a pint and then she was wearing them up to her knees. Sorry, I know this isn't bad. It's not not judging her personality off her clog hoppers. <laughs> but just so then she was like up in the stirrups with her big clog hoppers <laughs> on, a huge sunglasses on, kind of hair all over her face, and wasn't even looking at the doctor or talking to the doctor. Oh. And it just it really put a sour taste in my mouth because she's irritating me. And then she wasn't really giving the doctor the time of day. Oh. Her clothes have nothing to do with it, but I just felt like that's at the scene. It's a bit of a, like an inappropriate outfit. For Maybe me. just take your shoes off. I don't know. But she's irritating me anyway. It is kind of annoying, but I don't know why they include it. Going like I don't want to be filmed, or maybe 
Yeah, she's still. It's it's. Don't include sad. that. I love that she's found love. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I love that she seems really happy. Yeah. But it's like she does. She's not aware of anything else going on around her. I feel like I might get some hatred for this, but no, I think that's okay. But they were definitely pulling back. It's interesting that they're more candid on this because I think when the E Kardashians was wrapping up, they were like, "Oh, we're we're just box ticking here. We're not going to give anything away." Couldn't agree with yeah. you more. They, they must. Got, yeah, sir. How much did they get? They must have got an absolute. Millions for this Hulu or yeah. the new one, yeah. Didn't realize, but they was... need to make it work. So they need to make it juicy. So if they've been brought over to Hulu, they yeah. need to give Hulu and Disney Plus to subscribers. So they need to be more candid in it because they need to make sure that people watch it. It's really funny watching Kim with Kanye. Oh, really? Does yeah, she you can tell she's just like, oh, <laughs> oh it's so funny. She literally went from I know, today, it? but it's not great so far. Anyway, I'm just shitasting Courtney's kind of. Demeanor. Lack of zhuzh. She's just sort of there. I don't think it was just the big boots and the stirrups. I was like, just fucking take your sunglasses off and look at the doctor when she's talking to you. Sounds a bit rude. Well, you said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) I was so dumbfounded during the week at a document I was reading and I was like, we have to do this. Mm -hmm. So I had to do... uh, I don't know what you call them. Is it a personality test or something for work? Mm-hmm. And they kept being like, you need to do it. You need to do it. Like, if, And then you have to kind of share it basically on our team platform type thing. Went in, did it. It takes about 20, 25 minutes. A lot of the questions are the same. So you feel like you're answering the same question. And it's like grading. It does kind of feel random when you're doing it. Because you're like, I have to pick one here, one here and two here. Okay. So I was doing it, but like I wasn't thinking about it that much. And then when you get your results back. I've never been so freaked out at something that analysed me so to a T and I didn't even try. Right. I didn't put in any conscious anything to it. I was just answering it. You know me better than I know myself. (laughs) I honestly feel like I've gone to a psychologist. There's four colours, red, blue, green and yellow. I'm yellow but borderline orange. In a nutshell, fiery red is what it sounds like. It's like cut and dry, no bullshit. I think a bit impatient. And they're competitive, demanding, determined, strong-willed. Cool blue is cautious, precise, deliberate, questioning and formal. Earth green is caring, encouraging, sharing, patient and relaxed. And yellow, oh sunshine yellow, is persuasive, demonstrative, sociable, enthusiastic and dynamic. Some of the stuff I read, I was like, if someone wanted to really court me, yeah. And read this. They could win me over in five minutes. <laughs> like, it's like Sophie's key strengths. High ego strengths. That's so true. Understands the importance of style in, in presentations. Totally. <laughs> That's my brand. Resi- adaptable and adventurous. Has outgoing nature and builds relationships quickly. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But then it got my weaknesses and they're all so true. Oh Somewhat God. disorganized and undisciplined. <laughs> Tasks ca- task can be left undone if something more interesting comes along. Fair. I like a dog. Will experience difficulty in concentrating on one thing for long periods. Ridiculously true. Vocally judgmental and critical. So true. Can't stop. I can't stop. Can appear insincere. That's so true. Oh no. I always get feedback being like, are you being sarcastic? If I'm giving someone a compliment. Becomes impatient with routine and repetition. Totally. This is really cutting. Feels that some who may be modest are justified in their modesty. Uh, May jump seemingly random from task to task. 
And this is what really hit home for me. When communicating with Sophie, do not... (laughs) (laughs) I should be taking Limit her range. Let me be free. Spend too much time discussing what ifs. I hate that. Oh my God. Talk slowly, mumble or whisper. It's so creepily true. Create a hostile environment devoid of feelings. Oh, this is so me. Fail to recognize her best personal achievements. I just, just want compliments give all the me time. Praise, yeah. yeah. Be addicted to rules and procedures. Stick rigidly to bur- to business ideas or burden her with too many papers. <laughs> That's what? So you. But then the one that really bothered me was Sophie <laughs> may benefit from taking life more seriously. <laughs> I don't think you should tell anyone to do that. Do you? I'm going to bring this up at work. Like, I don't think that's... An... <laughs> it's not appropriate. I'll take life as serious as I want But to. I don't think that's something to say to someone. Yeah. In a work... Well, in general. <laughs> I'm not doing anything wrong. I was like, we need to talk. <laughs> Sophie may benefit from being left alone to work quietly. I sound like such a dynamic person. <laughs> a more structured yeah. approach to living. This is so... It's so creepy. Oh my god! That and really then it got even went spell. down to like what uh, code of dress I want in a work environment. What, um, was, what was that? Rules on timekeeping and dress code are generally more relaxed. That's so me. Yeah. Yeah, the workplace layout yeah. is designed for comfort and practicality. So true. Oh my god! It's really creepy, and I didn't even try. Wow. Yeah. So I tried to find the same results as you, and my my results, I had maybe the free version. I think you might have had the corporate. <laughs> word i was trying to get you a corporate pass but no idea so i'm also an orange and little things about me is i'm charming spontaneous dumb impactful diplomatic and bold cold bold bold (laughs) (laughs) i was sorry to hear that you know the orange is is if it's yellow towards orange that's the category of inspire oh my god so we're both orange yeah but my boss was looking at mine. She was like, oh, you enhance everything. So like you Aww. try to be more of everything. Oh, It's absolutely freaky. And the, my lowest one was blue, which makes so much sense. What's blue mean? Blue is like rules, order, <clears throat> formal, like really thinking everything through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, they say you don't take life seriously. <laughs> tell someone to take life more seriously so unless they're doing something extremely hurtful. Yeah, that's kind of like we need to take you aside and... I know. That's something your mum might, a parent might do, being like, you need to take, like, you know, that's kind yeah. of... Can only come from a place of such majesty as a parent, not from a fucking quiz at work. It really shook me. And I said it out loud to my boss and I was like, I shouldn't have said that. Because I do really try to tone down my personality and work. Mm, I learned early on. <laughs> no, I learned early on not to give too much of myself in the workplace. Yeah. Just, I don't tell them what I did at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, just oh yeah, I went for a walk. I don't want them to know <laughs> Just like lockdown. But then I, so I thought I just got my results and then I scrolled down and it did give a bit more. It goes, here's where you're stuck in the same place. Oh my God. Why are they so cutting? <laughs> personally. I didn't tell you I had a problem. In brackets, personally and professionally. Every day you question how you got here. <laughs> Wandering through life, lost and confused, hoping answers will suddenly appear and solve your problems. That's kind of a little bit true for me. You've been trying to figure out which job will bring out the best in you and fill you with joy. And you need to meet someone who loves you for who you are and make you burst out with laughter. That's true. You think to yourself, how exactly can I reach my full potential? 
Here, and here's the truth. The secret to becoming your happiest, most successful self is understanding why you think and act the way you do. Why are they giving you a problem when there wasn't a problem at the exactly. start? Exactly. It's making if me so If you were in a bad place, mental health zone and you read that, you'd be like, I'm shit. So then they try to help you fix it, right? I don't need any help. I like... Oh, I just think that's rude. Isn't it funny? Yeah, I think you're right. Why are you giving me pro- more problems? I just find mine very cutting, like, and I'm pretty delighted with myself as I am. I know. One of my strengths was my my ego thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're telling me, and then you're trying to what reduce my ego because that's not helping anyone here. <laughs> and but I think it does bring up like you know it's nice. See, I suppose these personality quizzes and stuff. It is kind of amazing how you can see yourself like written down on a piece of paper and then like who you are as a person is different to like either your friends or your colleagues or your family or whatever and then you know how to maybe approach stuff with them yeah exactly so i think like having some kind of basic basic understanding totally get you on that i don't love when people who aren't in like the psychological field try and analyze you to you (laughs) yeah i had someone do this to me recently and it was quite intense and I felt very unsure of myself after. They rattled you. They rattled reduced you. me down to try and analyse me. And they were quite right in what they were saying. But like... Their approach. I'm not paying... Like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I like, unless I had a big problem, which I don't. Hmm. And they were just like, oh, but you do this because of that. And that's why this. And I was like, A, the fact that you know I do that terrifies me because I think I'm, you know, bulletproof. Or like a swan. Yeah, I think I'm like completely like, I don't want you knowing what's happening. And this person reduced me down to... A bullet point. Yes, and it hurt. And then I was like, I'm going to fucking analyse... I don't want to give the pronoun. I'm going to analyse them and then get back to them. Yeah. Because they're a bit fucked too. (laughs) I do really like this person. Hopefully they don't listen. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. we're all like different types of people and types of personalities and then like once you start to understand and psychoanalyze people that was it sorry psychoanalyzing that's what he was doing yeah then you understand as well like how groups work like say we're saying last week like every gal group has a wagatha christie in it but this is i think when you get to like your 30s the friends you have it makes sense the color system (laughs) makes sense of who your friends were. A good dynamic. Like, look at the Sex and the City gals. They all fulfilled, like, a different thing. You had the oh, spi- Samantha's red. The spi- yeah, and she's the spice. Charlotte's she carries blue. Them. Charlotte's blue. 
Carrie's green. Around No. But like, is in, okay, they might But you know all. what I mean? They slot into those different, the, the dynamic then mix as well. The dy- yeah, because everyone brings a different energy and a different kind of spice. And then when you mix it all together, it really works well. Yeah. Like you'd have groups with the organizers that like look up stuff to do and get people going a bit. And then you have like the hosts who like bring people together. Then you have the, the entertainers. <laughs> I am that client. I'm that person that people roll in. Yeah. <laughs> My friend James and I got invited to something and the two of us were just like, we're just getting rolled in like clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it, but it's true. They'll be like, oh yeah, that'd be good. I, loads of my close friends are hyper-organized and planners. Mm. And like formal details, all that. And I'm not any of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's great for me because I have loads of plans. You just get carried away on their wave, which is amazing. Yeah, but I don't, I feel kind of bad sometimes. Because mm. I'm like, I need to do something. Yeah, because yeah, that you will, you will get like floaters like that. But then I think... Do you a floater? No, or as in like people who don't, like if you don't plan, you're like, yeah, I'll just go to that or whatever. Or like people who drop in and drop out. You know, there's all different kind of... I don't drop in or drop out. I'm not saying you do. I'm sorry. I'm a bit sensitive from that psychoanalytic session I had recently. Yeah. Sorry, it was really rude. It was on a night out as well. It was. Yeah, yeah, you don't need that energy. You know, you just like to have a good dance. Who do you think you are? What do you mean? In general? (laughs) Who, what's, if you were to give yourself a category in a group, who are you? Oh, oh. See, since living in London, like, I feel like I don't organize when I was at home. No, no, but not necessarily in a specific group. But like, what what do you bring to the table in a group? I'd say lightly entertain. I wouldn't be like the front under the spot like you, like you would be. <laughs> I would kind of do it more in like smaller groups. Okay. Um, but I don't really. I didn't really organize. I I you think I used to be an organizer, but I hung up my boots a while ago. I can see that happening down the line, and I do worry mm. I'm gonna have to put the boots on. Yeah, because I think like after you, after all the thirtieth roll in, and then all the weddings, there's it's up to the couples to organize those bits or the party host. So like it's less. It then it's just kind of like festivals and kind of stuff. Yeah, I would hope I would bring people together though. Yeah, um, you do. You, you're you such do? a sunshine bob. You were. Someone actually asked, could I plan their wedding after I planned yours? Wow. And I got a few texts from people being like, Clara, that is so the wedding that you would have. How did she know? Did you talk about it before? And I was like, no. Really? Yeah. I have to say, I didn't, I didn't see it, what I was going to say coming. Yeah. I was just like, oh, let's do you that. You channeled something. I know. Yeah. And then someone asked you being like, oh, I can't wait for your five day neon party. <laughs> I'm buzzing flat. Um, do you think in couples, the colour system or this kind of dynamic is a big factor? I think, oh yes. Okay, I found this amazing article and it had, where did I get it from? I think it was mattmason.net. Just search compatibility versus chemistry, right? So you know the way like the Love Island, like he was my type on paper. Um, it's right on paper. The, yeah, on paper is amazing, but like in real life. I'm not ta- sure Han Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's that starting up? I think it's like the first week of June. Fabulous. Yeah, the same 7th of June. I think it's the same date as the Dolly Alton and everything I know about love. Oh God, that sparks something in my soul when I I watch it. It looks so good. It looks, you know what it had a feeling of? Normal people. Yeah, but about ladies. About girls. No, but that soul penetrating. Yeah, stunning. I'm so excited. I know, really buzzing. But the article is really interesting because it was talking about like you can have 
compatibility with someone mm-hmm. my type on paper which would be like a natural alignment of lifestyle choices but then you could have really good chemistry with someone which is like an emotional connection that like a buzz like a spark between the two of you like we've all been there and um, that's really sexy yeah so like compatibility is around things like life priorities like where do you want to live where do you want to be in five years kids etc types of holidays kids blah blah and then like preferences would be like what you enjoy spending your time doing like hiking versus going on sesh fundamental beliefs would be like religion politics and then your kind of values family values but then chemistry lies in kind of like you know like quantitative versus qualitative so like the way your partner like laughs at your jokes the questions that they ask about your day the way you like touch each other intangible kind of stuff like the way they help you the way they smell that kind of stuff that's all like builds into the chemistry the way they smell yeah because like, as samantha said in sex and city we're all just reacting to each other's pheromones like it's your, your oh right like, do you know like pheromones it's like yeah i actually kind though... of like your sexual smell <laughs> it's like you know if you're like like when you're in bed n- no <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Say if you're talking to someone and you find right, this is how primitive it is. Your sexual smell. <laughs> I thought you meant you know like if you're in bed with a guy and you're like, oh, I love your aftershave. What is it? Oh no, that's a man-made smell. This is more like <clears throat> sometimes you can really smell people's pheromones. I think I have quite a uh, sensitive uh, nose to this snout. <laughs> Very sensitive <laughs> snout to a pheromone. Like you know. People, if you fancy, <laughs> I'm so You're staring sorry. at me. I'm so sorry to hear this. So, if you you release as a smell when you <laughs> fancy someone, and if the person fancies you back, that smell will be really nice for them, and then that's a huge big part Do of like chemistry. Physical smell or a metaphorical I, smell? No, but like sometimes it can smell really sour and bitter, and you be like, oh god, and you think like, not that that person smells bad. But it can be reactive and attractive. So notice it the next time. It is actually, it's it's not as like every day as like, oh my God, that guy stinks. Or wow, he smells like a bed of roses. But when you're kind of scoring someone, it can be a part of the magnetic energy that draws you together. It can be, and there's oh, there's one, um, there's a perfume called Molecule that reacts to your pheromones. And then people, everybody smells this perfume Molecule different and it increases, like, not increases attraction, but it can, certain people can smell it more than others because Where it's... Where do you buy Molecule? You can get it, like, it's like a mm, perfume. I want to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why every time I, like, fancy someone and score them, I love their scent? There you go. Is that why? It's, like, your pheromones, you can have, people, it, it happened in the only way is Essex, they had, like, a pheromone party. The only way is Yeah, they had a pheromone, and then you can... You can bottle your scent. I think do shit like bottle your scent or whatever. So you are kind of drawn to people by their smell. I always notice with like even like family members, like your mum would always have like a smell. Yeah, know? like people's homes. Or sure. people's homes have a smell. <laughs> What's interesting about the, maybe we should have some smell, snouts. But your your nose is one of the... Scent. The scent, smells is one of the biggest connection with memory. I with can your brain. smell the apartment I used to live in in New York. Yeah, you smell can... stuff. Anyway, why am I here? Oh yeah, chemistry. So, but that makes smell. a lot of sense because I used to be with this guy and I really fancied him. I was so into him, and he never smelled that fresh, even though he was very clean. Like he just had his scent. It was like musk. No, I just oh. <laughs> I think he had a scent, but it wasn't like a good scent. 
Mm. Like sometimes it was borderline BO, but he didn't smell. Yeah. But just, you know, like when you're with someone, some like your hair and stuff might yeah. end up smelling like them. So if yeah. you leave a guy who's wearing Creed, mm-hmm. your hair will smell like Creed. This makes a lot of sense now. I left his house or something mm. and I came home and I was sitting next to someone. I don't know who I was sitting next to. And they were like, what the fuck is that smell? And I was like, what? It was my hair and it smelled like him. But the smell was not a good smell. And yeah. they were like, that's so sick. I wash your hair. And I liked the smell because it smelled like him. There you go. Cause it t- but it ties to the memory. It makes you feel like a connection to the person. Even if it's a bad smell. Even, yeah. Come it's to like think a f- of it, familiarity. I actually, com- I actually complimented someone on their scent recently. and then Obviously perfume and cologne. Or they, I was like, what are you wearing? And they were like, oh, nothing. Oh my God. But like the problem with smell, like that, right? With your man. The problem with that is like you can love their smell. And the problem with uh, a mismatch in chemistry and this connection with the smell is it makes your heart override your head. So this person could be really toxic and you, bad for you, but like the smell is drawing you in. So should I not talk to the person that I complimented about their scent? No, but it's in like, I'll get into the... the Like the scent override. The scent, but like what he talks about is like you can have too much chemistry and too little compatibility so the chemistry could be fire you could have an amazing sex life or you could you could smell delicious but like you're totally incompatible so it's yeah, not just it's like because he loves sessioning and you like you love, exactly and it's just about like can you ever find the right balance between chemistry and compatibility but like just because they have an amazing smell doesn't mean they're incom- incompatible it's just like a part of a, like a matrix of it so interesting. God, it's really sexy to talk about as well. Mm. I want to go around smelling people on the tube now. I know. And um, imagine just smelling people on nights out. Yeah, because again. I do trust my snout. What Samantha Jones said. Like, we're all just primates reacting to each other's smells. Especially men, they're such monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> He, he also argues, right, that, like, increased chemistry comes from opposite qualities. You could have somebody who's highly strung or having good chemistry now. We're only talking about chemistry with someone who's really mellow. And that's, is that the opposites track? Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, an introvert and an extrovert or, like, an organised and a spontaneous. So that's why, that's where they would experience good chemistry. Gotcha. It's kind of like something that I'm not. Yeah, I Compatibility? Maybe not, but like the chemistry side of it. I do feel like I could end up with someone really quiet. Yeah. He also says a lack of chemistry doesn't repel you from staying with someone. Because you're compatible. Yeah, you don't need chemistry, but you kind of need compatibility. Sorry, so if you've good compatibility, but chemistry is okay. You've got a divorce. Yeah, but like you just kind of have like an emotional, there's just a lack of emotional intensity. So you're compatible, but there's no like fuego. That's not sexy. No. I think I'm more the chemistry route. Mm. But yeah, but chemistry on its own is dangerous. <laughs> it <laughs> okay, is. sorry. Because then, because you have, so if you're in, where's the verb? Chemistry on its own is dangerous. <laughs> it is. Because then it's just raw fire passion. I so, do fear I'd be one of those girls. And so, people would be like, where have you been? And I'd just be like, well, I don't know. Yeah, because chemistry, chemistry without compatibility, he says, is a total disaster. But compatibility without chemistry is, is okay, a little bit boring, and you'll probably drift apart. I definitely go for the former. Too much mm. fire. I don't mind if someone likes something that I don't. Exactly. And it also like introduces you to Do you know what I things. think that, though, would boil down to? 
I think if you have more chemistry than compatibility, right? And if you are the type of personality that is accepting mm. of the difference, you're the type of personality that lets that person be mm. that way. So if they love getting up early, leave them at it. Yeah. If they want to go Bye, out babes. in a set, leave them at it. Like yeah. just leave, the, if you have the freedom to let them do that, I think mm. you can still work. And But that's only if your foundations are strong. I think if you're worried that like, if you're letting Peter go out in the sesh, your foundations weren't strong and there was no trust, you'd be like, oh, he's off cheating on me. I'm not that girly. Mm. Yeah. I bet my psychoanalytic friend would say different. <laughs> so if you're compatible without the chemistry, the problems that can arrive of like, you could start acting a bit irrationally and enter into these like love-hate cycles going like, oh, it's fine. No, I hate it. Oh, it's fine. No, I hate it. And then Peter's out and it's like boring and you drift apart. But if the, when there's too much chemistry, it's the head says no, heart says yes. And you have to convince your head, to like, it, your heart has to convince your head that it's okay. But really when it's not. This really a- has <laughs> taught, taught me that I need to buy Molecule. Yes. What does Molecule smell like? It smells different forever. So, I'm going to go Google so you, it. So like- it reacts to your pheromones. I'm gonna give. I'm. I'm so aroused. So, so I would. We could both wear molecule, and Rachel could come here and smell two two different smells. Could I spray it on someone I think is my cellmate, and based off how I smell it, is that a test? It's not a mag. I don't think it's a magic potion. <laughs> Sounds like one. Like if I have a few guys now at my reach. Let's say, for instance, I have three men. Yeah. At my reach currently. Yeah. And I want to figure out like blind date for sexual vibes yeah yeah could i spritz them all with molecule and based off the more positive scent i get one of them is that my cellmate i think i've just literally presented us with the most amazing challenge that isn't unattainable these men exist you should do that i'm literally bring the molecule out on a night out i'm gonna bring i'm literally gonna do you know when they put like drops in people's drinks (laughs) but i'll literally like oh hey And now there is a chemistry compatibility matrix. Okay, why don't you... So there's low chemistry, low compatibility, high chemistry, high compatibility, and like a Venn diagram of the one. So if you give me what you want, and I'll read you out what the relationship would look like. What I want? Yeah. High chemistry, high compatibility. Oh, Oh, funny. The sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Great balance between intimacy and practicality. But if you have like high, high chemistry, low compatibility... When it feels so right, but you know it's oh so wrong, a.k.a. the walking dumpster fire of relationship. So high chemistry, low compatibility. That's what we were talking about. Okay. But if you've low chemistry, high compatibility, boring, mostly asexual companionship, entire relationship comprised of discussions about Netflix, sweatpants, and frozen meal planning. <laughs> Would that change if they put Molecule on? <laughs> Probably. Low chemistry, low compatibility, a relationship devoid of not only intimacy, but probably basic conversation too. On the rare occasion this does happen, it doesn't last long. Okay, so in conclusion, <laughs> if anyone has any thought or not thoughts, information on Molecule yeah. that I haven't touched upon and I want to do this test. Who's tried it out in the field. Yeah, and I have subjects to do this on. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> if you could just send me any extra information. Yeah. You could spray it on your boyfriend and see what happens. I, know. I don't own it. I don't have it. I'm purchasing it. Oh, oh yeah. True. And we can write it off in our taxes. <laughs> Expenses. 
It's a write-off, you know, in Schitt's Creek. I wrote it off. <laughs> no, you still have to pay. Anyway, once this comes out on Tuesday, or once this comes out, please just send me some messages if you have any information on it, because I really want to do this experiment. We'll do it out and, Oh my God, we could do a grand reveal of who the guy is. Oh if my he God. accepts. Yeah, date number. It's like, be like blind date. Yeah, if not, I'll just have to make up a name. Or just expose him. <laughs> what this episode has taught us is to trust your snout and to buy a molecule I know yeah if you're single I think if you're in a relationship it might ruin it <laughs> yeah probably I can't wait to go out and spray it all over everyone I know yeah thank you so much for listening to our um, potty this week we hope we're compatible with you we hope you have high chemistry and high compatibility high compatibility high chemistry yeah kind of a molecule vibe yeah please Please send me information on Molecule if you have it. Yeah, at uh, Soph underscore Lions. And I mean, definitely send it to Clara as well because I want to spray it on her boyfriend. Yeah. At Classy Cabana. And if you're a new listener, go back and listen to our old episodes. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a cracking owl weekend. And for our UK vibes, we're looking forward to the Jubilee, aren't we, Clara? <laughs> there are Union Jacks yeah. everywhere. Are they? Have you seen Regent Street? Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's like one giant Union Jack, yeah. Oh, Jesus. But fair play to Liz. Love her. Yeah, she's great. But I'm not a royalist. Sorry. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheerio. Toodle-boops. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.